You are listening to You Heard It Here Second, episode 65. The podcast is produced every Monday night and airs every Tuesday morning. More information can be found on our website, derekandsteve.com. To see a physical manifestation of the podcast yeah. being helpful to society. It helped, so, it helped our friend get into school. I think it's the only reason he got in. Derek and Steve present... Um, and the actor is cast very well. He's yeah, kind of like yeah. a, a doofy-looking little teen guy. Another movie series that needs to die, Transformers The Last Night. Who is paying to see these movies? No idea. Imagine if you could somehow relay to the horses in a way that they can understand that these people are, are breaking them down on television for seven hours before the race. How, how hard would that horse laugh? You heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 65 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, how's your long weekend? My long weekend. It's still going. It's still going. Yeah, so it is not over. It is Monday uh, around 7, earlier than we Early, usually podcast. Yeah. It's kind of um, nice. Kinda it's nice. kind of nice. Still sunny out. We still got some sports to look forward to. We don't have to say, oh, this sporting event is going on as we're speaking, so we can't really talk about it. Right. We can technically still preview the NHL uh Stanley Cup game one. Yeah, true. Probably true. won't. Because Probably won't still, too much because when then this it, comes out, it's, it'll, it'll just make still us look over. bad when we're wrong. Correct. <laughs> um, but so far, so good. We did some golfing, did some cooking, cleaning. Yeah. Kind of spent the uh, spent the weekend here. We were both in Baltimore last weekend, so it's nice to have a three day mm-hmm. weekend at home. Yeah. How's absolutely. yours? Good. Good. You know, did some golfing, did some cooking, <laughs> did some uh, all the same stuff laundry. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, played some basketball. Played basketball we'll get, twice. We'll get to some of that later in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just a nice relaxing weekend. In fact, we'll get to some golf later too. I think I'm gonna do my final drive on that. So you're gonna do your final um, drive on golf? On on, uh, on golf. Yeah. Just just. Uh, just, I hope it's just not golf, about the, uh, the sport. No, it's going to be not. a it's going to be a one minute recap of this history of the sport. Because we do have some golf news. Uh, <laughs> no, it is not it has nothing to do with that golf news. But we'll okay. get we'll get to that. We should so. we should get to that golf news because that is hilarious. That golf is news. that is some that is some pop culture golf news. That is so. pop. That is a crossover <laughs> pop culture sports if I've ever heard it. Um, so episode sixty five. Um, we got three periods for you today. We got the PC update in period number one, pop culture period number two, and sports in period number three. Uh, there is a uh, internet rumor going around that we're going to get to at the end of the sports section. So if you have arrived here as a result of that, <laughs> you will have to listen to the entire show first. That's kind of the way the entire works. show, or like three quarters of the show, or three quarter, three quarters of the show, pretty much all the show, and then that's the last. Actually, no, the whole that's the last thing we're going to cover today. So. Okay. Well, you can skip to the end of that if you, to the end. Yeah, if you yeah. wanted to skip to the end of that, you so could, technically you don't have to listen well, to the right. entire show. Well, right, but you have to you have to go to the end of the show. So yeah, there um, you go. Yeah, technically no one has to do anything. Like ever, really. All but. right, well, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, number one, the BC update. Uh, Boston College women's lacrosse. Um, we forgot to mention this last show because we weren't informed on it and we didn't really realize it was going on, which is our own fault for not really following the BC sports picture as closely as we should have been. But uh, BC women's lacrosse was in the final four of the lacrosse national championship. Uh, they ended up winning in the semifinal to advance to the final against Maryland, who's number one ranked and apparently a huge powerhouse. I don't yeah. know. I don't so, follow and, women's and, lacrosse, but and BC Maryland's always a huge lacrosse powerhouse, right? In and, general, and BC yeah. was not ranked going into this Correct. tournament, so it was a it was wild that BC was in it. I think you and I watched the majority of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, BC did end up losing that game, so Maryland is the champions. BC is the rum- runner up. Uh, Maryland won men's and women's lacrosse titles this year. Yeah, I don't know how frequent that happens, but it's pretty incredible. Yeah, um, 
I mean, does that that probably happens for BC in hockey sometimes, right? It probably has happened, yes. Because um, yeah, your school becomes known as a this sports school, right. and then all people go there. Right. Um, but it, it can't be that frequent. No, I, I wouldn't think so. I mean, uh, among major sports, I don't think it's very frequent at all. Like you, you very rarely see. Um, well, I you know I guess with major sports, there's not always you know football doesn't obviously have a women's equivalent. Basketball, I would imagine that's rare. I'm sure UConn did it at some point, yeah. but um, but I a imagine years that's ago, yeah. I mean, won, whenever yeah. yeah, when UConn won, I assume UConn's women's team won that year. I mean, they've won like every year, so yeah. um, uh, you know, I imagine it's it's happened, but definitely not too frequent. I would have to double check on BC hockey, but I imagine they definitely did at some point because yeah. BC women's hockey, I think, is even more dominant than men's, if yeah. I remember correctly. Uh, as far as like the past five or six years go, and there's probably so, plenty of other sports like that, like yeah, yeah, track and field, right? Or, or track and field, or, or you know, volleyball, maybe something, yeah, something like that, golf, They're, yeah, tennis, but so, things like that. So Maryland does sweep the title uh, in, in lacrosse, men's and women's. BC puts up a good fight. I think yeah, it was they 16, actually, they, 13 was, yeah, the, was the final. They kept a tight all game. They kept falling behind by like four goals, and then they'd rally for two or three goals to get it close again. They, they never really uh, – they did lead at some point early in the game, but they never really held a lead and kind of – they never had a real stronghold on the game. Um, they were kind of always coming back from being down, but uh, they hung in there the entire time. You know, they, they fought. They kept they kept chipping away, just couldn't, couldn't come away with it against what is obviously a powerhouse. And, you know, one thing that we noticed watching with our other roommate, um, who is a lacrosse fan, uh, he was mentioning that it, it – it, a lot of times when he's watched women's lacrosse, he's not very he's not he's not been impressed by the goaltending um, in women's lacrosse in general when he's seen it. And Maryland's goalie, I noticed, is like the two or three time Big Ten goalie of the year, and she seemed to be like the best goalie in college lacrosse. It seemed um, so. It's you got to think that that's a huge advantage having a yeah. good goalie. Well, BC, uh, I learned that during the championship game is that they switch out all season. Yeah. They've, they've yeah. switched out their goalies from a senior who starts. And then an underclassman who is uh, presumably just as good to play the second half. So they right. always do that every game, and they did it again. Yeah, it was tied at halftime, and as soon as BC came, as soon as they made that switch, mm-hmm. Maryland scored three immediate goals, like very early on in the second half. Interesting. Not that you can, ch- you you absolutely cannot change something way, you've been doing yeah, the, the entire year. It. Yeah, but it, but both goalies seem to be playing very well. So I, I mean. I don't know anything about lacrosse, so yeah. that's the only thing I can point to. But yeah. uh, switching your goalies halfway through a game, every game, is an interesting strategy for sports. It, it, well, it I is. guess it can make sense. It, it is, and, and to me, that's more of a program building strategy than anything else. And then it's kind of interesting that a team that's doing that, to me, a team in any sport that would be doing something like that doesn't strike me as a team playing for a national championship. You know, it's generally that that could be a team trying to get a younger player experience. Yeah, it's like this is a senior. We want to give the senior their due. You know, because they're they they're seniors, their last their last go around at this. But then you also want to start to prime your underclassmen for the future role for the future years that are coming. I mean, if you let's say you do have two extremely good goalies, and I, I don't know how towering lacrosse yeah. goalie is, probably not very, but like a hockey goalie, if you had two exactly same similar goalies, if you s- split time with them, the only time I, I could imagine splitting time is if I was a, if I was a non competitive team. I think, mm. or, or when I say non-competitive, I mean a team that's not gunning for any type of. That's like sabermetric stuff. You like know? their tiredness affects their yeah. second half. Yeah, Who I knows? don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that would ever be a legitimate 
I think the tiredness, freshness type well, of thing that, would never be legitimate. That's why you're stuck in the past, of, Derek. Yes. And that's why BC's in the championship and you're, you're <laughs> sitting here doing your podcast. It's true. So, um, so with that loss, unfortunately, BC is still seeking their elusive first ACC title in any sport. Right. Well, well, that was a national championship. That, national they, championship. They couldn't have won an ACC, ACC oh, championship sorry. there. Yeah, but, yeah. but, yeah, so – but you're right still, I think. Although – I'm, is that what you meant, or did you mean ACC championship? I'm not 100% sure. It could be either. I yeah. know it's so no they, national championship. They haven't won a national championship since no, no team has won a national championship. in the No ACC, in the ACC. sport has won a national championship. Um, and off the top of my head, I can't recall an ACC championship, at least not for the major teams. Um, but that could be incorrect. There could have been one of the, one of those teams might have won an ACC championship, yeah. but it's certainly and, not in the in football, baseball, basketball. And that's mainly um, coming from hockey being in the hockey east. Right, right. Hockey is not an ACC sport. Instead of the sport. ACC. Right. Um, so it, we're kind of at a disadvantage there, hockey being our best sport. Yeah. But still gives us something to shoot for. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I guess I'm guessing BC didn't win the ACC tournament. For lax. For yeah, I, I'm no Maryland must have. I mean, yeah, ma- yeah, Maryland's Number in the ACC, so they had to have. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, also BC baseball was in the ACC tournament uh, this past week, I believe, but they lost. Um, it, it is a, it, it isn't an entire league makes the tournament, so it was an achievement to make the tournament. I think the top eight teams make it, so uh, at least there's something to be said there for making it. But uh, they lost both games, I believe, in group play, and they did not advance. So. Uh, BC baseball season is over, I believe, unless there's, I don't know exactly how baseball, uh, playoff, uh, national championship bracket works. I, I don't I think, think that they're in it. I think it's double elimination. Okay. No, but, but I just mean to qualify. Oh, uh, to I don't qualify. know either. I mean, cause BC, BC didn't win a game in this ACC tournament. So I believe, oh, they're probably I, out of I'm the actual tournament. I'm assuming they aren't yeah, going to yeah, make yeah. the actual tournament. Um, but so, so yeah, I mean. Close, but no cigar for BC Women's Lacrosse. But uh, I do remember seeing during the game a uh, very young team, uh, a lot of sophomores and juniors, particularly on their defensive uh, front. Uh, from what I, from what the announcers were saying, they said I think they had five sophomores and a junior or something on defense. Um, so very young team, uh, good promise for next year. And this, of course, will spark the debate, which we won't go into here, but it will spark the debate about a men's lacrosse team for oh, sure. Yeah, because absolutely. I mean, because it's it's long, it's it's been a long raging debate that. BC should cut something to start a men's lacrosse team. It's it's in it's a school that a lot of people think would immediately garner a lot of interest yeah. for men's lacrosse I mean, I th- players. I think it it's got the obviously the pedigree on the women's yeah. side. It's got the New Englandy feel like that. It's a very New England sport. Yeah. I think it'd be good. ACC so is too. good good lacrosse. I, I yeah. think within a couple of years, a men's lacrosse team would be yeah. very competitive. In the I, ACC. I think so too. And then it comes down to which sport to cut, or potentially multiple sports, because we talked about this over the weekend. It's all about scholarships with Title IX. Uh, men's and women's scholarships need to equal out. So uh, cutting a sport is is cutting a sport is generally a funding question. A Title IX question is the scholarship part. Yeah. Um, so that's what we, we had that conversation. And we, we yeah. can we should actually have that as a, as a topic. As a full topic at some point. Because you can't cut a sport like swimming or a sport like track and field or, or just like – a piece of track and field yeah. because they don't get the scholarships that a lacrosse team would right, get. Right. Um, you'd have to cut a baseball or I mean volleyball. We could look up right. we can look up and, the scholarships yeah, and see what would work. Right. And, and there are other regulations too because I know that um, you know you, you also could you know in theory you could start a team with no scholarships, right? With all walk-ons, but I I believe there's some regulations around that as far as like you probably can't actually start a D1 team with no scholarships allocated to that team. 
Um, so, so something along those lines. But uh, that's something we should get into much more full-fledged uh, in a future episode as far as that debate. But nonetheless, a good run for BC Women's Lacrosse. That's now the second uh, – th- that's the second under-the-radar BC team that has made a tournament national championship-driven uh, run in yeah. the last couple of years with baseball, baseball last year. Yeah. Um, so it, it is good getting people's attention and getting some spotlight uh, for those teams, but we'll see if they can make the jump over the next few years and try to get that elusive national championship that the ACC teams have uh, been seeking and not been able to get since joining the conference. So There we go. Anything else on BC? That's it. That's the BC update. All right, cool. So that brings us to period number two, pop culture. And I'll let you kick off the first topic, which sure. is pop culture sports crossover. Pop culture sports crossover. Uh, Tiger Woods arrested in Florida. On, wow. Yes, on a DUI this morning. Wow. Uh, happy Memorial Day. It was around 7 a.m. Wow. The mugshot is all over social media. Yep. It's all over Twitter. All you over. might not have to do anything to find it. You've, you might just you've open already it heard this yeah. story. Um, Tiger Woods, we, we just talked about it. Why is he still relevant? Unsure. I don't know. He backs out of every tournament. The tournaments he does play in, he's terrible. He's no longer a good golfer. He's never been a good person. I don't know why I still have to care about Tiger Woods. I mean, this is obviously a story we sh- that we should hear about. Yeah. But in terms of upcoming events and whether or not he'll play in them, who cares? Yeah. It's, who cares? Uh, there's There was a certain grace period that that was to be expected oh, with yeah, Tiger like Woods. A, like two or three like, years. Like three – I'll give you three years of, okay – you know, let's just take as an example, like, I mean, it's not really hyperbole to say that Tiger Woods is basically the Michael Jordan of golf. I mean, he ascend- I mean, he's up there with a couple other guys, but he was probably the best golfer of all time in his prime. Yes. And, Fair. and so when you have this fading star, that's like, okay, this guy's life is unraveled. He's, he's been injury stricken. He's, he's, he's not the same golfer, but he's going to try to come back. There's a certain grace period three years, let's say, that you can follow him and say, okay, he's trying this tournament, he's trying that tournament, and every single time he's backed out of this one, he backs out of that one, he still doesn't feel healthy enough, he doesn't, he tweaked his back, whatever, blah, 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 Tiger Woods. So eventually it's like, okay, enough. No one cares about Tiger Woods anymore. And that point should have been reached two years ago, I think. Um, Absolutely. He is irrelevant. And, and people, uh, I, yeah. So we, this is a whole other conversation too. Like the oh he he's so good for golf him being good at golf would be good for golf, no it no, would just he, give the, the, it so would just give golf attention and attention it probably doesn't need yeah the accurate it needs, way it to, needs a new face the accurate way to say that statement is not that Tiger Woods would be good for golf is that Tiger Woods was good for golf and now he's done now he's it, bad for he's golf. over it's like now he's actively bad golf, for golf he is he is irrelevant to golf because he's not a professional golfer at this stage he's not. Um, he doesn't play in tournaments anymore. He does. He backs out of every single one. He doesn't win when he does play. He doesn't make the cut ever. So he's a mess. Yeah, I, it, he needs to get help. Him getting back on track. Okay, in, in some fantasy world, if Tiger Woods made it, if Tiger Woods tomorrow was Tiger Woods of 1999, then would it be good for golf? I, I guess maybe. It'd Why be, is that's irrelevant? It would he's bring not, attention to golf. Yeah, it would not be good for the sport of golf. It it means that you've got this burnout crazy person who happens to still have enough in him to beat all of yeah. your other young stars yeah. yeah which is not what you want yeah you need a new in face fact, yeah and to be honest it's it's golf's own fault i think that none of these faces have become i mean not they golf. have to an extent yeah it's it, the Bubba. sport the sport needs to figure out how to be more marketable 
there be, you go. because because th- there's something to be said for the fact that that Tiger Woods can't come back. There is something to be said for that because the flip side of what you just said is that it would not be good for the sport if Tiger came back and could just still beat all these guys. It would prove that all these guys are like Bums. the equivalent of the other thir- 28 teams in the NBA right now. You know that that would be the equivalent of like you know the NBA is very unimpressive when nobody can contend with the two best teams. If Tiger Woods could roll out there and just beat everybody still, yeah. it's like, okay, there's well, still no good golfers. It's it's a hypothetical point because he's not, and he hasn't right. for the last five years. He won't. Now he's just been arrested this morning. Yeah. He, let him fade away. Like yeah. Let him be legendary in the 90s. Let him have all those moments. Let him have the Tiger Woods Gatorade and just let it, him well, fade away. I mean, it's like he has to fade away in order to ever – like settle into a legacy. You can't just like continue oh, this way. He's settling into like, a legacy. Into right. a good legacy. Oh, he's like, settling into a bad one. I know. I know. He's sinking into a legacy. I know. And it's like if Tiger Woods had just like if he had just not. And, and again, it's not all his fault. It's not like he's the one telling the media to talk about him. It, it's a media thing that like Tiger Woods, Brett Favre, like there's these people in the, there's people in sports that the media just cannot pre- yes. prevent themselves from talking yeah. about long after they're a, gone. Brett Favre did a good job of kind of. Fading like if Brett Favre came back right now and wanted to coach an NFL team, <laughs> yeah. he'd be a hero. Yeah, because he did a good job of well, not at the time because he retired yeah. a few times, but yeah. <laughs> he's let he's let his popularity fade away. One, a bit. Yeah, he finally did. Now Tiger all people can remember that. is the good stuff. Yeah, Tiger, that's not happening with Tiger Woods, it, it, right? And if it, if this had started two or three years ago, it could have still happened with Tiger Woods. You could still say this guy was was a complete jackass, you know, like with with what he got himself into, but he was still a legendary golfer. I haven't heard about this guy in six years. Then I hear about him. I'm like, oh, remember how good Tiger Woods oh, was? Popping up on the senior yeah, tour, that would like be, something yeah. weird. But that's yeah. that's over now with him. So oh, yeah, it's out. Um, People are like sick of Tiger Woods. Yeah, and they, but irrevocably, I think so. Um, so so yeah. that happened this morning. So keep your eye out for more Tiger Woods news. Hopefully, we don't hear anything from him for a long time. Yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't play any more tournaments. If you're a Tiger Woods yeah. fan, if Tiger Woods fan, actually, there can't be fans of Tiger Woods. There could be people who remember him fondly as right. a golfer, right? But you can't be a fan of Tiger no, you, Woods. Can yeah, you? you could have been a fan of Tiger Woods, but I mean, now, like, there's, I don't know, I don't know. Who's rooting for him to make a comeback? I don't know. I there, mean, there's a there large, will always be people. There, there, there will always be people, be, and, and and ESPN is a testament to that yeah. because they keep talking yeah. about it. And, and I will say too, there's there's always going to be people that don't that could not give two craps about what a person is like because they're and 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 i i'm that's not the, the sticks we're to, not going to make that argument right now but yeah. it's like but you know I, I can't completely and totally just shut down that viewpoint that people can have it's like sports are entertainment and some people feel that it doesn't to a degree it doesn't matter how morally sound any of these athletes are like you you're watching them play sports like that's what you're rooting for is is just the pure entertainment value now in general i kind of would like to also be rooting for some good people like i don't want to root for just completely bad people um but that you know you can bet there are certain there are people that were fans of tiger woods that were such big fans of him that they can't get over the fact that he's yeah and it's he's tough. also done it's, but it also is, not a good it's person because he was a hero to a lot of yeah. people. Oh, absolutely. And so it's yeah. tough to watch your hero exposed yeah. and then to accept it. You you can either accept it's almost like the Joe Paterno thing. Yeah. Like yeah. Penn State fans can't just say despicable. I hate him forever. Yeah. It's yeah. it's always there's always going to be this separation between yeah. sports mm-hmm. and what he did for the school and what he 
what he it is. Does, it, all, it will always exist. And it's just because and that's how it happens. It, it's the way, yeah, it's the way it is, and it doesn't matter. Like, once you become attached as a fan, and, and you know, I, I, I'm glad that I haven't had to deal with this, and I'm sure I don't think you have either with any of your favorite athletes. But that would, I mean, that's a bad spot to be in. It's a tough spot. Like, to, to have to face what you just described as a truth. Yeah. Um, so, certainly, some people will not ever get over that, and they're still, and that's how you get those fans, quote unquote, yeah. of Tiger. But anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like all the NFL and the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just exactly. kidding. Okay. So, moving on, that's the, uh, the first topic of pop culture. We saw a movie in theaters. In the theater. In theaters. We paid for tickets, paid reduced money. tickets yes. for reduced money, um, and saw King Arthur. Uh, and we're going to review it. Yes, we are. King Arthur, The Legend of the Sword, or King Arthur, the, I don't know I think what it's the, I believe it's The Legend of King Sword Arthur. or Legend of the Sword. King, yeah. Legend King, of King, Sword, King Arthur. Arthur. Yeah, Arthur. Remember that cartoon when we were growing up, Arthur? It's that, it was that. Yes. No, so... Uh, King Arthur with um, what's that guy's name? Justin Hammond or Justin Hammond? I don't remember his name. Uh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy, guy from Pacific Rim, kind of a newish actor. Not hasn't been in too many movies or too many famous movies. Um, I'll kick it off. We went in with the expectations of a an action packed thrill ride. That's what we wanted, and that's what we needed, and that's what we expected. That's what we got. Yes. So Guy Ritchie, director. Uh, also directed um, Lucky Number Slevin, Snatch, uh, a few other wild, crazy type movies. And it was exactly what you expected. Very fast, very high impact, very witty, um, well acted, I thought. I mean, there was no point where not, when I was kind of bummed out yeah. about any of the people or any of the scenes. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't. What, what are your thoughts? What are your initial thoughts? So yeah, we we had this conversation. We had to kind of decompress after watching it because as a plot, there's a lot and almost too much. Yeah, but All it's right. it's a real, well, not a real story, but it's it's based on a a fable. It's based on it's based on allegory. So you have to kind of follow a general plot mm-hmm. because it's already been laid out. So there's a lot to cover. They do it very fast. I mean, fast. The movie's two over yeah, two hours, but right. they speed through things. Yeah, the, so, it's a long story to tell. First of all, Charlie Hunnam is the name of the actor. Charlie Hunnam. What did I say? Jack. Hamill? I don't remember what you said. But, oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> Charlie so, Hunnam. Um, so he he plays King Arthur, and uh, so you know my expectation going into this movie was a cautious expectation that this could be one of those. Uh, entertaining action movie flops when it comes to a plot and sure. like and actually how like a good when it comes to being a good movie that it would just flop and it would just be all just action and, and just kind of like special effects you know the whole way through yeah um, I was very pleasantly surprised at how much further it went past that um, the 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 storytelling nature of it with the real you know speed like you said speeding through these certain bridges in the plot that needed to be covered like you you know it goes through basically a montage of like his first twenty five years alive, you know. Oh yeah, and, and, and like, it's good, and it, and it tells you everything you need to know Great about, music, about him just growing up. Boom, and it's boom, just boom. Like, yeah. It's a three minute little music montage of all these key events in his life and how it has shaped him to be the person that he ends up being as a grown up. So there's that, and then there's these there's these uh, sequences that the movie has that are meant to sort of backfill a story. It's almost like they're they're all standing in the woods, like talking about a plan that they're gonna enact, 
And then as they're talking about what they're going to do, it's just this quick back it's and happening. forth splicing of it happening. You know, basically King Arthur says like I'm going to I'm going to go up to the gates and I'm going to tell him and then like it cuts to him telling the person that blah, blah, you blah, know blah, at the gate. He, he's saying yeah, what yeah, they're yeah. going to do and it's like a hybrid way of storytelling that was really cool I thought. Really yeah. quick cut. It, it really was. Like it was it, it it flopped in the box office but only via critic scores and money. Mm-hmm. Audience scores I think were in the high 70s low 80s, which is fine for an action movie. I mm-hmm. mean it was a I think it was a hundred fifty million dollar movie, so it mm-hmm. definitely needed to make up some cash, and yeah, it didn't. Yeah. But overall, it was fun. It yeah. was exciting. It had good actors. It had mm-hmm. good music. It was well edited. Uh, I I had a good time. There was, there was the right amount of cheese, I think. Oh yeah. Um, there's a good amount of cheese. Th- there, there's a decent amount of cheese. And and the main character is just what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like douchey. Yeah. Just yeah. douchey enough. To where, like, you like him, but then he says something and you dislike him. <laughs> but then he says something a little funny and you kind of like him again. Yeah. He just jumps back and – it's the perfect main character for as King Arthur, yeah. a young King Arthur. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, I think the action and special effects was very good, but that's that's a grant, that's kind of expected with, with a movie like this, with a $150 million movie. The action and special effects better be very good. Um, they were very good. Yeah, so, so – Confirmed. Confirmed that they're very good. Overall, I think, like you said, it, it's it's not uh, it's not an amazing movie. It, it comes with the expectation, and for me, it surpassed the expectation of it being just a pure action, yeah. kind of so action fest. The real thing is, do you recommend it? I recommend it as like a Sunday movie. I recommend I, I it know, not in theaters. I don't know if I recommend going to see it. Um, I wouldn't recommend against it. I wouldn't be like, no, don't go see. Oh that. yeah, I, but I, I recommend not, watching it. Yeah. If you can find it, watch yeah. it. I wouldn't pay $15 for it. Right, but if somebody said they were going to the movie theater to see it, I wouldn't be like, uh, don't do that. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you're going to have a great time. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's an entertaining movie. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be like, you know, with Get Out, it's like, oh, you got to go see Get Out. You know, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be my response, but. So what, yeah. then let's get to the reviews. The right. final reviews, Derek Dragonfruits, King Arthur, what's the rating? My Derek Dragonfruits rating is 78 Dragonfruits. I think that matches up. Exactly with the audience. Is, does tomatoes. it with the audience? I think so. Let okay. me confirm. So that's what I give it. Um, I remember when we left the theater, we thought kind of agree in agreement. We thought it was somewhere between a 75 and an 85. Um, I'm definitely on the low end of it. 78 is, is on the low end of that spectrum. Um, I felt weird giving it over an 80 because of, like I said, the it's, a, it's pretty cheesy. It's a lot of quick, quick uh, – while I like the quick uh, storytelling tactic, it is kind of a cheap tactic as well. Um, so it's, it's sort of like a quirky, uh, lightweight tactic of, of storytelling in the movie. But again, I, I thought it was entertaining throughout, good acting. Uh, I want to say it could have been shorter, but there's no but no part felt dr- like drawn out to me. So um, it, w- it is over two hours, but it didn't feel like anything was dragging on forever. The plot could have been clearer. There was, a, there was definitely some confusing... Parts, That's I what I was gonna say. Um, Let me do my rating. Yeah, I'll sure. explain Go that. For so, it. you you hit the nail on that. Seventy eight percent audience on cool. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Steve Nicholas Avocados. I give it an eighty two percent. It's about as high. Uh, and I talked about this with our other mate. It's about as high as you can get for this type of movie. For like a cheesy action movie. Mm-hmm. It's not an Oscar movie. It's not like a, something that's gonna make you feel a ton of emotions. But as on the fun factor, it's off the charts. <laughs> like if you just want to have a fun afternoon and you have two hours to kill. King Arthur's, a, you could pick a better movie. Yeah. It was very good. So 82, Steve Nichols Avocados, not certified guac. 
the plot is the reason the plot and the cheese are the reason it doesn't get a, a higher rating and it's certified guac like it's not like lord of the like lord of the rings and king arthur have a lot in common except lord of the rings has a legit awesome plot and right. a lot of human emotions yeah king arthur has the same theme the same kind of wittiness the same i don't know general movie direction but it's just cheesier it's almost yeah, like Guardians right. of the Galaxy. Yeah, of, it is a little bit yeah. of like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right. it's just that little kind of cheesier, kind of funnier, not as serious, but still a very good movie. Right, eighty-two percent. There you go. Avocados. There you go. There you go. That's the review of King Arthur. Uh, still in theaters. If you'd like to see it, should be on HBO within the next couple weeks. Uh, yeah. If you don't want to pay to see it in theaters, <laughs> uh, but overall, I think it's a good movie. So yeah, there you go. That's it. So now we actually have huge news, Derek. We, we have real deal Taco Bell news. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah, so we stopped at a Taco Bell, yep. a real life Taco Bell in where? What town were we in? I don't even remember. Oh, what town was it in? Uh, I believe it was in Hanover. It was not it Boston. Was it Pembroke. It was either Hanover or Pembroke. It was not it, Boston because there's none in Boston. It was south of Boston. Uh, we were we were down in Plymouth golfing, and it was on our way back. So it was in Hanover or Pembroke, or somewhere one of those yeah. towns, I believe. Either Marshall, way, one of them. We decide, hey, what an opportunity! A to get Taco Bell, and yeah. B to try the new Taco Bell naked chicken chips. Yes, that all the kids are talking about. They're all talking about it. Um, we, our first gut reaction was the obvious one. Why is this Mexican food? It <laughs> comes with a cup of cheese, which yep. makes it Mexican that's food. What, that's that's the extent. And they don't call it chicken nuggets. Right. So those are the only two f- reasons it's right. Mexican. They food. are chicken nuggets. They are chicken nuggets. And they come in with, the shape of a triangle with, with cheese to dip with them in. With cheese to dip them in. Right. I, being a veteran of Taco Bell, ask for all the dipping sauces. So I get three. Derek gets the cheese because he's yep. a noob and doesn't understand <laughs> that you can change your orders. Um, overall. Good experience. The naked chicken chips do their job. They do. They do. They do. Um, the, so the naked chicken chips. Uh, they didn't blow are, my mind. Are great. They didn't no, blow no, no, me no. Away. By no means. By no means. They're a great marketing tool. It's a great marketing for, tool. For Taco Bell. Because. I'll probably get so them again. I walked in there and it was, I was hungry. I hadn't eaten all day. So this was like a legit dinner at Taco Bell. I would like to also confirm that I was hungry. You were hungry too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a Crunchwrap Supreme. And a little one of those little quesarito things, right? And so, I, I didn't really want anything else, but B- I was like, I could get a little more. B minus order. B minus order. That's fine. That to me, it was an A plus order. Right, so, um, and I didn't really need anything else, but I was like, I could go for some extra little something. So I'll get some chicken chips, right? Chicken chips sounds like it's a little little thing on the side that you get, except it's a pack of chicken nuggets. <laughs> Which is not not something I would be like, oh, I'll get this extra little tiny and thing. And a decent amount of chicken yeah, nuggets. Yeah, it's like a good, solid, like either six or 12 chicken nuggets. And they're not little tiny – and they're not little really thin chips no. either. They're chicken nuggets. <laughs> like Shaped in so, the triangle. Yes. Yeah. So um, they're a good marketing tool because I never would have bought them if they were called chicken chicken nuggets, nuggets or chicken triangles or, or anything. You know, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have bought them. Chicken chips. But chips, it's like chi- I get chips with stuff. So – yeah, there you go. It's good get marketing. The chicken chips. I compare them to they tasted a lot like Burger King chicken nuggets. Yeah, they had the same kind of breading that they do. Like uh, they did, McDonald's, yeah. a bit flakier. Yes, they were breading. They breaded were, like Burger King. Breaded yeah. like Burger King. It was a little I don't want to say crunchy because that's not the word, but rougher on the outside. Mm-hmm. 
probably had some cumin on it. It was a little Mexican flavored, but if you didn't dip it in cheese, there was no spice if you didn't dip it in the cheese. It was so, just a chicken nugget. Like, yeah, but it's. I mean, so we we did learn that KFC and, and um, Taco Bell are both owned by Yum Brands. So mm-hmm. you're eating a KFC chicken nugget right. when you eat right. a ch- naked chicken chip. So it's a good chick. It's a good chicken nugget. <laughs> it's just hard. It's hard to fit it in. I think Taco Bell did the best they could with selling chicken nuggets. Yeah, just I naked agree. chicken chips. I agree. And and uh, with cheese is, on the side. This isn't a negative review of them. I no, like, this is great. Like they were them. very good. They were good. Yeah. Um, so. I enjoyed it. I also got what else did I get? A Doritos Locos Taco you because got. you have to order a Doritos do. Locos. I've said which that on I the didn't, podcast which before. I didn't. You did. You have said that. I you did not do that. You have to order every time you go. I didn't do that. No, and you didn't order three Crunchwrap Supremes like you said you would. No, because they're pretty big. I only they're got one. pretty big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did I get? I got one more thing. I can't remember. Either way, it was delicious. We we actually, yeah. I love Taco Bell. I know it, it's kind of a joke, but usually you leave there not feeling great. You either no, have eaten yeah, too much, yeah, it's true, or it's just like makes you feel like pretty gross. I think we had a we we exercise. We played basketball. We did golf. We were really hungry. It was dinner time. Mm-hmm. We got just the right amount of food. We yeah. we all left and we're sitting in the car. About ten minutes later, we kind of quietly said, "I'm pretty satisfied." Yeah, that was a very satisfying was a Taco good, Bell experience. It was a good Taco Bell experience. Yeah, so it was. That, that's our review. I'm not going to rate it because I, I don't think it needs a rating. Go go try it for yourself. Yeah, right. uh, it's 110 percent. St. Right. Nicholas avocados, always certified guac. <laughs> um, very very good. Naked chicken chips. They're doing what they can with chicken nuggets, Absolutely. and I, I respect it. So that's Taco Bell news. All yes, right. it is. Um, I think that's it for pop culture, so we'll move on to sports. Yeah, let's do it. The Monster Jam. Nice. So All right. that is so now the indicator. Wow. We've taken out the sports <laughs> section of that. That is um, gone. That is gone. I think moving forward, it'll be fluid. We'll just say, now moving on to sports, then press the button, yeah. and then just talk about it. I think so, too. Yeah, but we had to kind of mention that it's changed for the yeah. first time. Agreed. Um, the biggest story, Derek... Biggest story. What's the biggest story? Biggest story is what's the uh, only story? The banner ceremony. The bear banner <laughs> yeah. ceremony that we got. Yeah. The Boston Celtics are your 2017 <laughs> NBA only team to not get swept by the Cavs or Warriors <laughs> yes. champions. Can't. I'm so proud of the Celtics. <laughs> I'm so proud. This is and I tweeted that this is the NBA that we have to live with. Now. Yeah, it is. This is, it is. our. And, this is what we deserve. So, so for anyone who didn't see it, uh, you can go to Bleacher Report's uh, Instagram or Twitter. I think they had Bleacher Report has been great over the last couple of rounds of these playoffs uh, with their video editing stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you saw after the Celtics beat the Wizards, they had the Goodwill Hunting edit uh, with the like the heads moving around. I didn't see that. Like, I'm sure you've seen similar things with the heads moving around on a movie scene, but the heads are the NBA players' heads. It was really, really good video editing. You can check that out later. Um, and so they did it again with this banner thing. They had the Celtics 2008 banner ceremony with the banner being raised, but instead it said 2017 didn't, didn't get, get swept. swept. <laughs> and it was just a great piece of video editing. To be perfectly honest, you had, you had tweeted at us that this was the NBA we have to deal with now. Um, you know, a lot of people – it obviously made the rounds on the internet that the Celtics got roasted by Bleacher Report – I honestly felt like it wasn't as much of an indictment on the Celtics oh, no, as it was on the current NBA. Like, obviously, obviously, it's making fun of the Celtics as well. But like, it really was like a it was a reflection of wow, how stupid is this? Like, yeah, like exactly. These, these, look at these two teams every single year. They're the yeah. only two that compete. And and freaking James Jones, yeah. James Jones has yeah. made seven straight finals because yeah. he follows LeBron around. Yeah. It's wild. I know. 
Like that's the NBA we're living with. He doesn't Le- play. No, he, does, he doesn't he play at all. Yeah. LeBron says like, no, if he I'm going, he's coming. He hasn't coming. played since like the first or second one of these seven. Like honestly, he hasn't yeah. even seen the floor since then. It's like LeBron's hype man. He's yeah. just like, sorry, like if I'm gonna yeah. go to the Cavs, yeah, he's got. Do you think come James with. Jones and Brian Windhorst room together? I don't know. They probably room. They probably live together. Uh, maybe. I mean, what does James Jones even do? <laughs> what is what does he even? Oh, okay. So, uh, Cavs Warriors round three. Um, it comes on the heels of the Celtics getting beaten in five games. Not not really that competitive. I mean, they they won game it, three. They competed in game four. No, but, Isaiah. It, it, it. Yeah. Honestly, it's you can talk about it all you want, but it's a wash. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, even for the rivalry for like the Boston versus LeBron rivalry. Yeah, it's it was. It's nothing. It's nothing. And and it's getting closer to being something, but to me, it was it's still nothing. And my only closing thought on it is that I I truly um so this obviously proves some one thing, which is that the Celtics are still pretty far off from being able to beat the Cavs. But I I don't think that it uh I don't think that that they're as far off as games one and two. I I, I will say that I think that. With a healthy Isaiah and whatever improvements they can make this offseason, I'm at least interested to see what happens. Um, but shifting this to the fact that it's Cavs Warriors again, um, I do want to say this is, you know, we talked about earlier with golf and it being golf's fault for not marketing and stuff like that. I want to say this is an indictment on the NBA for the way that this has transpired. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and briefly, I'll say there's a couple things you can point to, and it's all about collective bargaining and the way that the league has been structured that allows this to happen. Like we talked earlier about how the Cavs have signed like 18 guys this year. Like, it, like how are like, that's one thing in the collective bargaining agreement that a team that's way over the cap can do that for one. So all you're doing there is promoting players going to the team of their choice, which is what the current NBA is, is players, you know, going to the team of their choice and making these super teams. Yeah. I don't want to call them a, the Cavs are not a super team, but like it, every role player goes to the, one of these two teams yeah. because that and, that, and that's important. You know, role if players are key. If you're a, an above average aged, good yes. player yes. looking for a ring, there's right. only three teams. Ring you're chasing to is so easy in the NBA. If and, you're and, a veteran. It, and it's, Exactly what these teams need is a veteran presence. Yes, exactly. For a for the young people and B off the bench. The guys like you just need yeah, guys guy, who are un are are unfazed by shooting in the playoffs. Yeah. And you're gonna get yeah. that. Guys like I mean Kyle Corver struggled a little bit, but guys like Corver, Channing Fry, Darren Williams, like these guys are exactly what they need. Like they don't need these rookies coming in and like not, you know caving on the big stage. These are all guys that have been there. They're not that good, but they're certainly good enough to be able to just play their role. Um, so I want to say that, and then also the other thing about it is really the way that the NBA cap has just ballooned over the last few years. Oh, yeah. That's why the Warriors are who they are. I mean, the Warriors have four of the top 20 players in the league who are all max contract players, but none of them are making that because just three years ago or whatever, when Steph Curry signed his max deal, it was $12 million a year. That was his max. It was $12 million a year. Yeah, now it's huge. And, and now the max is like $35 million. And so – the, the rapid change in that, you're looking at the result of what ha- of what can happen when a league just says, okay, salary cap's now going to be $25 million more because of this TV deal. Yeah. You know? So that's the other thing is the, is the NBA, I think, made a big mistake with that in that they should have clearly tapered that upwards. You know, go, okay, $5 million, $5 million, $5 million, slowly increase that so that you didn't have this massive 
well, that, resetting of the market that and now stunts, like Golden State with well, that tons of contracts. Well, that stunts the amount of money they can get in the future from yeah, yeah. advertising, which is yeah. where the stems from anyway. So they well, don't care. Yeah. I mean, well, no, no. I mean, I just mean for the cap, the salary cap. It, it, the TV deal can still be the same, but the, the amount of money for the salary cap should have been tapered. But anyway, so that, that was just a quick little side note that I wanted to say. The NBA, this is the NBA's own fault that they're getting made fun of about there being two two teams yeah. in the league because so, there, there are steps they can take to prevent that. All that being said, Derek, and, and you're the outlier here because you hate both of these teams. <laughs> yeah, you, I are, do. You, you would rather not watch the I finals. Would, I might not. They're, they start at 9 o'clock. I, I might not okay, watch well these then, yeah. okay. anyway, Either continue. way, as, as a casual fan, yep. the matchup itself is best case yeah, scenario. It is, yeah, it is. It is. I, don't, I wouldn't want to watch two other teams play in the finals. Yeah. I, do I wish there were more competitive Game 7s? Mm-hmm. Do I wish there were more competitive teams? Yes. Do I want any, any other two fi- any other two teams in the finals this year? The the rubber match between yeah. the Cavs and the Warriors? No. Th- yeah, this, is the, this is this is the match we want, match, yeah. and, and all players are healthy besides Andrew yeah. Bogut, right? Which is who cares? Yeah, it's essentially he played one game for them. Exactly. So yeah. And they've got enough rest because the NBA playoff schedule is ridiculous. Because <laughs> the game one is next year. So. Yeah. No, it's, it's so game one is Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> game one is Thursday, but still, it's what is that? A week and a half uh, off? A lot, yeah, I think so. For the Warriors, anyway, yeah. The Warriors had a little bit extra time than the Cavs, but so, the Cavs had extra time before that, too. So They're going to be super fresh. Yeah. It's going to be – and I don't, honestly, I think the Warriors can sweep them. I, I think it's that possible. can happen. It's possible. I, and that's not what I want. Nothing in this series would surprise me. Honestly, exactly. nothing. I don't know what – there's nothing that would surprise me. You're right. Um, KD is looking for his first <sighs> title. Which you hate. LeBron's <laughs> looking for his fourth title. Uh, fourth, yeah. Which you hate. Yep. Um, the Warriors are looking for revenge. The, the, the winner of this is two two out of the three-game series. And I think they're both going to be good for the next yeah, couple of years. But they will. this is the big game. Yeah. For, for us, this is the big game. So it is, and I will say this. Um, you're right that they'll both be good for the next couple of years. But maybe part of this is me being optimistic. But I think the other part is just being realistic with the way that these teams are structured. I think that we're at the peak, and it fits perfectly because it's the rubber match of this of these three series between these two teams. I think we're at the peak of how dominant these two teams are going to be, personally. Um, both of these teams are right up against the cap, especially if the Warriors are able to somehow keep all of them. I don't know how they can. I think that eventually they need to get rid of either Draymond or Clay. In order to to stay together, they'll probably get rid of Clay Thompson. I'm guessing. Um, so, th- and then they would have a big three of of Curry, Durant, and Draymond. That's just a guess. That's, um, I mean, that's but that's uh, but the, and Cleveland at the same time is also right up against the cap. So Cleveland can't get better. You know, so they can certainly stay what they are, which is the best team in the East by far. Um, but they can't make any splash to get better because they just don't have the cap room to do it. That's the way they're structured is that they're their stars and then all their cheap role players. So the only way they get better is a better a better veteran minimum player goes there, which is possible. But yeah. um, I think that we're at the climax of this two-team too, dominance. Which is why I think this series, this finals, is going to be good. It, it, it That's will why be. I think it this is be. like our generation's – I don't even know a comparison. but yeah. like, Well, people compare it to the Celtics-Lakers, which I yeah. think is a fair comparison. A lot of people think it's not fair, but – the only reason people think it's not fair is because of the history, and the history is not relevant when it comes to just this like three year stretch. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the, the Lakers and Celtics have the two most championships historically. Like that's not the same, but for that three year stretch, like Bird versus Magic, like this is LeBron versus there's you know I guess LeBron versus Steph, but it's really like the the Warriors LeBron trio or super or, team. Yeah. yeah, 
And so, you know, certainly, and now with Kyrie and Kevin Love this year coming into their own a lot more, well, I mean, Kyrie was a star last year in the finals, but both of those guys playing really well as well. Obviously, this is this should be a great series. I mean, the, the, these are, you know, as much as I hate it, these are by far the two best teams. I mean, yeah. the Spurs didn't even put up a fight. I know that Kawhi was hurt, but, um, you know, n- nobody can compete with these two teams this year. So, certainly it's fitting that this is the way it is. It's a rubber match of these three consecutive years. Um, it will be a phenomenal series, All right, well, let, I think. Let's make picks. By the time you're listening to this, by the time we, we do our n- a next podcast, game one will have happened. Probably game two. I, I don't know the game schedule. Two, let, me, let me check. Um, you check the schedule. But this is – it's going to be tough, and we're going to be on record saying it. Game two will have happened as well. I think I know who you will pick, <laughs> so I'm going to pick – the opposite. Okay. All right? Okay. I'm going to put all my eggs in one basket and say Cavs in seven. Cavs in seven. I, I don't I, – I think the Warriors are better. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm going to, on record, say Cavs in seven. So I, I think I will say that if – I think the Cavs – I think it's in seven if the Cavs win. Yes. Um, I can't see them winning this series in six. I, I mean – I think the Warriors are going to win. Uh, and you know what's weird is that I think this is going to be either in four or seven. Interesting. Uh, you know, I, I don't know why. That there, There's no logical answer for why I think that. You just got a gut feeling. I, I just think this is going to be either Warriors in four or in seven. Um, and, and, <laughs> so and in seven, I would call it. Uh, all right, well, know. then I'll take Cavs in four or seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, well, yeah. So, I don't know. To, to me, it's just – the Warriors are a dominant team, and throughout throughout a lot of these playoffs, I've in season, I thought the I kept saying like the Cavs might be vulnerable. You know, it felt like it almost, and then they really weren't at all in any of the first three rounds. But you know, this is I guess when we're going to find out how far off the Eastern Conference is to the Warriors. You know, how far that, off the Raptors and the Pacers are. Really, from the Warriors. Th- this is going to be a a real test for the NBA. Yeah. These, yeah. If these two teams don't match up, the NBA has a problem. A real problem. Yes. A real problem because if the Cavs can't compete with the Warriors, then what does that say about every other team in the league? Every other in team the in best, the Eastern Conference. And the, and the West is better. Uh, and the, Yeah. I mean, Way better. The, and, and the Spurs got swept. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, this, is a, this will be very – as big of an indictment as it is on the league for only there to be two teams, it would be way worse if the Warriors sweep this series. I'm not even just for like the ratings and stuff of the finals, but just for the state of the league, it'd be way worse for them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'll go officially with Warriors in seven. Okay. But but for some reason, to me, I don't feel like this is a five or six game series. Warriors in I think four would be would be so ins- bad. It'd be terrible. It'd be Trust me, it'd be terrible. I, like I, I'm not even saying I necessarily want that to happen. No. Um, what do you want to happen? I don't know. I don't know. What I think do I want, want the Warriors to win in seven. Wow, you hate LeBron that much? I think I, I think I do. Wow. Yeah. Because, so my 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 rationale is that I, um, I it's almost equal how much I hate the two teams, and so for me, Warriors win. Everyone's gonna the re- the reaction is gonna be it. Warriors won. Durant signed there. Warriors won. That's you know, true. LeBron wins this series. It's over. It's done for me. If LeBron it's, wins it's, this, it's, so he, LeBron's the best player of all time. If he wins this series, best player of all this time. This is the biggest. This would be – this is – I mean, this is like the level boss. I mean, it is. Now, now I know there's still going to be a debate because he'll still have two less championships, but it's going to be really hard to make that argument if he 
carries this team past this Warriors team. So that's the I think the he'll other get reason. two more. I think he'll get. Uh, he could. I think he'll. Yeah. So this depending right, on the landscape is, of the league, I think he could easily still win a couple more championships. But I mean, as much as you don't want it to happen, LeBron will become the best player of all time. He he will. Um, that that's probably true. Um, but they're they're whether or not it, you believe it right if now. If he doesn't ca- if he ends up with only four or less, then there's at least still. I mean, there will be something to be said for losing a lot of finals. So there's a, you know, I, I don't, I don't care. Like I said, no, I, I've, I've already accepted how good he is. That's not, that's not my calling card anymore. Um, but there will still be something to be said for it. I think. No, for going to a ton of finals. I think so. Seven straight finals. I think so. Well, Possibly eight or nine. But but so but. That's where, and this isn't the the LeBron debates will happen later. This isn't going to happen here, but that's where I think people need to decide: is the Eastern Conference terrible, or is LeBron going to seven straight finals historic? Because it has to be. It, it, you, to me, too many people take both of those arguments. That's true. I don't think the Eastern Conference has been good in a couple right. of years, but I don't think they were terrible right. back when he was. I mean, people treat it as a laughing stock. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, like you know, p- people basically treat it like the Eastern Conference is a minor league. Is so, any conference good? <laughs> like, are, are, I don't is know. the Western Conference yeah. garbage? I don't know. I the mean, Warriors swept. Yeah, the Warriors had those, less competition. Maybe all those teams were just yeah. as bad as the East. They, and they, that's very, that's a very arguable point. Like, that's that easily could be the case. And we're that's what we're going to find out here. You know, this is it. Like that, that this a sweep in this series would be extremely telling about the state of the NBA. So I would. We'll, we'll say we'll say that. Uh, I would much rather. So, if it's a sweep, who would you rather sweep? Who would I rather I think if sweep? It's the Cavs sweep the Warriors and just. Let the, let all the LeBron arguments go away because I'm done with the is he or isn't he because I don't. <laughs> but it'll always happen. I don't happen. really care. I, I think I think eventually he the, will be. I don't know if he is or isn't. Yeah. Like the argument is so like paper thin right now that yeah. arguing it is is yeah. just arguing it moot. is stupid because you're right either way. Uh, right now, for me still, if it's a sweep, I'd rather be the Warriors because I just to me it gets. To me, there's a lack of validity in the Warriors winning this series. Like, there is. I mean, ever since Durant signed with them, there has been a lack of validity around this team in fans' eyes. It's like this isn't a – there's a perception that this wouldn't be a valid achievement because they just signed the best player and they were already the best team. This is like when your pickup team loses and instead of having (laughs) everyone else shoot, you just pick up the best guy who's sitting. Yeah. You're like, all right, you're going to join our team. Except the best guy is six – is seven feet and has like a – a 30-foot wingspan. And he's a top-five player the in the NBA. The, yeah. So, yeah. Um, there you go. That That's that's our finals preview. That's the finals preview. Uh, that so. starts Thursday. Second game is what day, Derek? Sunday. Sunday. And then so we'll Thursday, be back, Sunday. And then Wednesday is game three, so we'll be back after game two to That'll talk. That'll be a perfect time for us to kind of recoup. Digest yeah. after the two games in Golden State. Um, one final note, Steve Kerr is still not uh, doing well. Yeah. Hopefully he's able to get better soon. Uh, still a debate, of, uh, still a uncertainty, but whether he'll be coaching on the sideline. But you hate to see what he's going through. So the Cavs um, still will be out coached. <laughs> yes, they will. Yes, they will. Uh, even if Mike Brown goes down with an illness and the traffic code sits on the sideline, <laughs> yeah, uh, Tyron Lue will be out coached. So LeBron has a lot on his shoulders. Tyron Lue is the worst. <laughs> that we can agree on. So, uh, so that's that for NBA. Uh, let's do a quick uh, M- uh, NHL uh, Penguins and Predators. So I don't. Game one is happening tonight, so let's not get into the, the 
details of the series or anything. Not that we even probably will break it down too much. No. Nope. But the this is a tale of two of two teams. Uh, Predators first and two time, cities. They're from and, and two, two cities. They're tale, from this two is a tale of two cities. cities. I probably could just use the novel as the punchline there, but instead I for some reason said teams instead of cities. That's fair. But Nashville and Pittsburgh, uh, the Predators here for the first time. It's just like. When we watch these Predators home games, it's like, look at that place. That place looks so fun. I wish, I, so I, wish fun. I was there right now. To then, be in Nashville. And then you'd walk outside and there'd be like live music. Like It's true. Na- I want to go to a, Nashville a is like. Game. I'm trying to think of a comparison. It's like a Southern Vegas. Yeah. It's like a lot of lights, a lot of like a big main street where a yeah. ton of stuff's going on. Yeah. Except there's a uh, Vanderbilt right there. There's a yeah. few other schools right around there. I don't know. It's just a, such it's a fun, l- nice weather. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm all in on Nashville. I, I am all 100% in on Nashville. In on Nashville. And uh, this is so. This is the this is the opposite of the NBA in that uh, there's one team that is like like these Cavs and Warriors and the Penguins who won the Stanley Cup last year are star studded. Everyone's kind of sick of them, and they're here again in the finals. And they're not um, cool. They're, they're like not, not cool. even fun. They're not cool. And a lot of people think they're kind of scummy. Um, and then you have the Predators who are just this out of nowhere. Beat the way back when beat the Blackhawks if you remember swept the Chicago Blackhawks in round one as the last seed in the conference they upset the number one seeded Chicago Blackhawks probably yeah. the best dynasty Didn't they sweep of the past six years yeah they swept them jeez probably the the NHL's most dominant franchise over the last six or seven years uh, and now here they are the Predators in the Cup final against the Penguins um, who you got I'm so. I, I pick with who I want to win because then <laughs> me I too. then I leave. so predators <laughs> yeah, predators me, and me four too. <laughs> yeah. no um, uh, I think so I haven't decided on the podcast how I am supposed to pick do I, do I pick what I want or do I pick what I think I don't know either or do I pick both pick what you think penguins and six penguins and six what I want. Predators and four. Predators and four. <laughs> no, seriously, Predators and Predators yeah. and seven. I would love yeah. to see that. I would love to see that. I mean, actually, no, because Pittsburgh probably has home field. Oh, home Pittsburgh ice. Pittsburgh does have home ice. So Predators in six. Predators win it. I'll go Predators in six also. So they get the they huge celebration home. on Main Street. They, they just get to home. go wild. People going nuts that in the would city. Be amazing. It's probably their first. Maybe the. Hey, yeah. Probably the city's first title. It is. Yes, actually, I'm, I read a 538 thing about it, and it uh, the predator the predators Titan, are Titans were close. Na- uh, Tennessee, Nashville slash Tennessee. I think Tennessee as a state is like the, the 538 did a thing about expected championships versus actual championships, and Tennessee is like the 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 worst as far as like how many you should they have. should have championships between. Uh, the Titans and the Memphis Grizzlies and like whoever else was there for a certain predators, number of years yeah. and the Predators, Oilers, like like uh, yeah. So like basically they, um, the the expected number is way higher and they should have been there. Um, so so there you go. Nashville is due for a championship. Nashville's due. And Pittsburgh won last year. So Pittsburgh stinks. Every th- this this I will say, this might this is one of the first. Sports, uh, major sport championships in a long time, I would say, that the entire country wants one team to win. You think that's true? I, I think so. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know enough about hockey. I'm asking that seriously. I think so. I, I, I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I, I, but I think every neutral fan is rooting for Nashville. I think that's series. probably true too because Nashville is a lovable city. Yeah. 
unless you've had a bad experience there, and which they're I don't an think people team. have. Yeah. And underdog teams no longer go to championships in sports anymore, which yeah. stinks, and but it's true. It also stinks that the NHL is finally coming around to making us re- recognize at least one person on Nashville, which is P.K. Subban. Yeah. So now every commercial has P.K. Subban yeah, on everything in the world. He's, he's on been the on the TV he's for the last the 10 minutes. Right <laughs> he, he, seriously, over the past week, it's been nothing but P.K. Subban. Yeah. Because they're finally like, okay, fine. We yeah. have to make this team yeah. recognizable. We yeah. have to have we have to give them a player. Yeah. And they did. And, and it's PK Subban. And they should have yeah. done it a long time ago. He's yeah. he's been in the league a long time. He's a veteran. He's a hard player. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I'm all in on Nashville. Me too. This is going to be great. I agree. Let's Series go starts tonight. Let's go Let's Preds. Go Preds. Tonight. Uh, we'll and by the time we podcast again, there will be at least two or three games under yeah, the belt. Probably, so. Yeah. We'll be close to the end, or, yeah. or at least dead. Dead. The middle. NHL does not uh, lo- lollygag the way that the NBA does when it comes to their scheduling. Uh, game four will be happening during our next podcasting session. There so, you go. so we'll have a, a more clear picture of, of yeah. where we're headed. So, yeah. uh, go Preds! That starts tonight. Um, and then last on the sports schedule, just a few quick hitters. Uh, no pun intended. There was a the first uh, benches clearing brawl of the season in the MLB. Nationals, Giants. Hunter Strickland uh, pegged Bryce Harper. Uh, not exactly sure why. I mean, Bryce Harper's two for two yeah. often with two home runs from three years ago. <laughs> if if Hunter Strickland's still upset about that, then he's a bum. Yeah. But I can see how Bryce Harper rubs anyone in the MLB the wrong way. Yes. Like, if you're a pitcher, I can see the, the want to try to hit yes. Bryce Harper. Yes. Hunter Strickland, also a gigantic human. He's yeah. he's built like a lumberjack. I think he's in the 6'5 or 6'6". Six, six, Six sixes. He is wide. He is a big dude, mm-hmm. and so is Bryce Harper. Bryce mm-hmm. Harper is just a jacked, vain, yeah. long hair guy. Mm-hmm. So, drilled him. Bryce Harper immediately chucks his helmet at him, sprints at him. They both get in one or two good hits. The funniest thing is if you watch uh, Jeff Samarja and some some other I think reliever really like try to stop it, and as Hunter Strickland and Bryce Harper move away from each other. They bang heads so hard. <laughs> they definitely took the hardest hit of the entire fight. It was two San Francisco Giants just yeah. trying to stop this fight and like whiffing and both banging heads together so hard that they fall in opposite directions. Uh, I- I'm all for MLB rivalries. I'm all for any rivalries. I, I think the fight could have been better, it's- but we were spoiled last year with the Jose Batista yeah, car. Yeah cartoon jaw punch where his helmet goes <laughs> spinning and his glasses fly in the opposite direction. That was the perfect yeah. MLB punch. Um, so first MLB rivalry, Washington Nationals, very good team. Giants, underperforming team, will probably yep. be in the playoffs. Uh, keep an eye on that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's that with the Bryce Harper charging the mound. And then the last topic we have is what might have brought you here because this is making the rounds on the internet. There's a photo out there. This is huge. Um that some people have been shocked by, but it looks like you are about to complete a reverse tomahawk slam dunk, which is very surprising. You were there. I was there, um, and I see the photo of it, but I have to let you speak for yourself to address this rumor and let everybody know if that happened and how it went, if it was attempted indeed. I think the photo speaks for itself. The photo does. I think the photo speaks for itself. I've been playing a lot of basketball lately. I can't dunk with one hand, but I can tomahawk dunk from behind with two. And, I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, if you can't dunk nowadays, you're not a good basketball player. So you've got to be able to dunk. I've been in the weight room. I've been in the gym. 
putting in shots, putting in dunks. And, uh, yeah, all the, the photo speaks for itself, Derek. All right. So there's Steve's statement on the dunk photo. So The dunk photo. The dunk photo. I mean, it's, it's the dunk photo. What else What else people want? Like, it was loud. It's clear. It was loud. It was loud. So it's real. And if you want to play basketball on that court anytime soon in the north end, I would probably use the hoop at the other end. Because I the, shattered the glass. Yeah, it needed a little bit of repairs on that one. I shattered so. the glass, and everyone went home because right. it was so aggressive. Yeah. And there was glass everywhere. And glass so. everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's it. That's it for sports. That's it for sports. Brings us to the final drive. Do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go first, Eric. Go first. All right. So first on the final drive, uh, I'm doing a French Open preview. The French Open has just kicked off. Uh, first round of play. We've already got a few matches in. So on the men's side, Nadal, uh, Rafael Nadal, you may have heard of him. Uh, he's a pretty good tennis player. He is 72-2 and two, uh, at the French Open. He's the clear favorite. And uh, I don't think this field of schmucks can compete with him. Um, Federer's never been good against Nadal and Clay. Djokovic has been having a, a pretty awful season. And Murray's plagued with injuries. So the top, the top field is basically out. Nadal's your clear favorite. If there's an upset, awesome. It'll be Stan Morinka, and he smells. So who cares about him? On the woman's side, however, we've got some interesting stuff going on. Um, Serena Williams, obviously out. She's pregnant. Um, Angelique Kerber, number one. Uh, women's new U.S. number one, or not U.S., sorry, German, um, goes down. She lost in the first round, first time a woman's ever been upset, number one seed wow. in the first round of the French Open. So the field is open. Anyone, It's anyone's game on the women's side. I'm going to tell you who to root for right now. Are you ready, Derek? I am ready. This is who to root for who do I in root tennis for? right now. This is who I want you to root for. You, The listeners probably don't know much about tennis or don't care that much about tennis. These are your studs. On the men's side, you should root for Kei Nishikori. He's a Japanese player, lives in Bradenton, Florida, trained in at IMG Academies where I used to work. He actually got physical therapy next to my mom. Wow. They had the same schedule when she was getting her ankle rehabbed, so they would go in at the same time for like a couple months and leave at the same time. They became friends. He's a very nice young man, my mom said. He's a very nice young boy. Um, <laughs> happens to be a very good tennis player, top ten in the world. Uh, Kane Ishikori, root for him. He won't win, but he's a good guy to root for beyond the normal boring names. They said the Predators wouldn't win. So They did. They said they said uh, a lot of people wouldn't win. Yeah. A lot of underdogs wouldn't win. Um, oh, on the women's side, Maria Sharapova, obviously. Everyone loves her. She got suspended for doing... I, I don't think it's steroids. They never admitted it, but she had been out on an injury, rehabbing, used a substance. Who cares? She's great. She's great for tennis. Uh, and Simona Halep. Simona Halep is, I think... Czechoslovakian? Let me quickly check. Um, she's another IMG person. Been climbing up the ranks recently. Um, very fun to watch. Plays very good tennis. Um, she is Romanian. 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 Yes. So on the women's side, root for Simone Halep. She could win. I mean, there's a few other people out there who could win, but like I said, the number one just went down, so it's anybody's game. So that is your French Open preview and your tennis season preview. The French Open is the first of the four majors. And uh, you can catch it this week. All right. Yeah, and it'll be gone probably for the next month. There you go. So the French Open, uh, we know who to root for. My final drive is going to be a review of the golf course that we went to over the weekend, which was Pine Hills in Plymouth, uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts. It's uh, about an hour drive south of Boston, probably. It's on your way towards Cape Cod. Uh, very nice course. Uh, for us, it was $55. Uh, to tee off at 4 o'clock. So that's the twilight round. And so 
Uh, 55 bucks, cart, you get free driving range before, so you can tune up your swing. Uh, very challenging. So if you don't hit the fairway, you're dropping off pretty steep on the edges. Uh, more bunkers than I've ever seen at a golf course. Um, we spent pretty much the entire day in the bunker, which is not good for me and was not good for Steve and was not good for anyone there. I had one nice shot uh, out you of did the bunker. It, I had one nice shot as well, actually. Um, but overall, spent way too much time at the beach. And even though it was a beautiful day, I didn't want to do that. Um, overall, good course. Very nice. Uh, the greens were nice. You know, you know everything about the course. Really nice clubhouse. It's a 36-hole course. Um, the one downside, lots of driving between holes. Um, took about probably on average about 30 to 45 seconds to get to the next hole every time. So um, definitely a lot of driving, but really nice course. Really nice area, Plymouth, um, near the water. The course itself isn't near the water, but uh, definitely a good spot if you're looking to do some sort of a golf trip um, in Mass, if you want to be close to Cape Cod, you know, close to the water down there. So it's a good area, and Pine Hill is a very good course. And um, there's a Taco Bell on the way. And there's a Taco Bell on the way back right off the highway. So exit 12, I think, maybe? That, on, I, uh, I don't know. There's a Taco Bell on the way back. So, yeah. so that's it. That's it for episode 65. Thanks for listening. Alrighty, see you guys next week for episode 66. Later days.